Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are in the month of February, and there is a ton of tennis going on, Bryce. (laughs) Lord. (laughs) I mean, folks is out there trying to get they play on. They are trying to get ready for the Sunshine Double. It is hot and popping, sir. How have you been enjoying all of this tennis? You know what? I've kind of been ramping back up into it slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we haven't done one of these one of these shows in quite a while. It's been you a know? minute. It's been a minute, right? <laughs> uh, I think we were so exhausted from the Australian Open. <laughs> no, we were like, okay, we need a minute. Uh, but no, it there's some exciting things going on, and um, there are just a lot of stories. I think going on in the professional tennis world right now um and i can't wait to watch all of them play out uh this year so um i know tonight we're going to kind of cover the tournaments that happened the week of february the 7th and then we'll hit the tournaments that were covered that were played last week the week of the 14th and we'll give a bit of a preview for the the tournaments the five tournaments that are going on this week I know, right? It's just loads and loads of tennis, (laughs) y'all. So buckle up and get ready. Right. (laughs) All right. So how would you like to start, my friend? Uh, Do you want to do each week men and women, or do you just want to do all the women, then all the men? Um, You know, let's, let's, let's do it all the women and then all the men, and then we can kind of review what's going on this week. How about that? That that sounds good. And, and listeners, the reason why we were kind of splitting it like that. um, And I don't know if this is a difference between the men's and the women's tour, but over the last two weeks, there have been what? Seven men's (laughs) tournaments. Yes. And and two women's. Two. <laughs> no, they've been five hundreds. They've been five hundreds. They have the ladies. Been. So that's so that's that's good. Whereas the guys have had a, a good number of two fifties thrown in there, but still seven versus two is a pretty big difference. <laughs> and, and you know what? And I just want to bring this up. I, I I hate to just at the beginning of the show, you know, take us on a completely different tangent. But I was reading an article the other day, and it was stating that the i guess the marketing arm of the of the men's and the women's tour have been i don't know they've been kind of fooling people a little bit as it relates to the equity and pay hmm. you know they like to say a lot of times that you know oh tennis is a great example of where they have equal pay for the hmm. men and the women well this article i was reading really broke it down and said honestly there's only like seven tournaments in the year where the men and the women have equal pay. And they said, if you look at the rest of them, that there's a huge uh, disparity between Mm -hmm. what the Mm -hmm. men make and what the women make. So they said, you know, anybody that's out there thinking like, Oh, just across the board, the women and the men make the same thing. No, Outside of the Grand Slams, the four majors, and three other tournaments? That's about it, huh? That's it. So I just thought that that was very interesting, and I wanted to call that out 
because I know I was a little more, I, I mean, I knew they weren't equal everywhere, but I thought it was more than seven tournaments. I did as well. I did as well. And I think that because it's like the Grand Slams, that's, that's of course, where the biggest purses are. So I, right. I guess that's why, you know, you hear that, oh, there's equity across the board when in fact, there's, that's not really completely true. So like you were saying, there is definitely more work that can and should be done for equal pay across the board throughout the entire tour and calendar season. So I'm with right. you, brother. Because one of the tournaments we're going to talk about is the tournament last week in Dubai. Mm-hmm. And we know that uh, I think, isn't Dubai a... Uh, I think the pay is is very different there in Dubai between what the women make and what the men make. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, but I'm with you, though. It wouldn't surprise me, put it that way. They got a lot of things from that perspective that (laughs) that need to be uh, potentially addressed, but we won't go there. (laughs) So so, so come on, Venus and Billie Jean. We got more work to do. We got more work to do, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get to the actual tennis. And so on the women's side, for the week of February the 7th, uh, which was your kid's birthday right here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we had the tournament in St. Petersburg, Russia. And, you know, on one side, you know, a 500-level tournament, it was a, you know, the finals was what maybe you expected because you had the number one seed versus the number two seed. You had right. Sakari versus Contivate. Yep. But, Isaac, am I the only one that these, I mean, honestly, when it comes to soccer and it gets to these later round, you know, matchups, I, I don't, I don't even expect for her to win. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think both, both of us are definitely in the same boat because there's still some type of a mental kind of hurdle that soccer has to get over in order for me to truly see her as, you know, one of the best in the world. Um, she's got the game man. she's got the game. She's got the serve. She's got the, you know, she's got the back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's got the best back of all the ladies in the business. I'm sorry, but it's just something about her mental when it comes to semis and finals that you always are just sort of expecting there to be kind of a crack. And, Mm -hmm. and once again, that's kind of what happened in that final, because honestly, there's no reason that Contivate should have won that final. Um, right. There were uh, multiple occasions where uh, where uh, Maria Sakari had the match in hand and just allowed Contivate to just scratch her way back. I mean, it should have been straight sets. And Contivate was like, nah, we, we going <laughs> to extend this. And she got that tiebreaker. And then I believe Sakari was up in the third set. And then Contivate was like, no. We're not going out like that. I got, I got a streak that I'm on, and, and you not. I'm not gonna let you be the one to break it. So I, I know your reputation. I, exactly, I know your reputation, and you should know mine. How many tournaments <laughs> have I won? Back to back to back to back to back right. <laughs> indoors. Right. I mean, Bryce, what is her record now? It's like what five jillion. I'm about to say zero. a little, <laughs> right? And you know, I even had to look it up. Sakari has only won one title. Isn't that amazing? She is crazy. Only, she's number six in the world, and she's mm-hmm. only won one title. 
and that was in 2019 in Morocco over over uh, Johanna Conta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So other than that, you look at her at her uh, playing history. There are a lot of semifinal losses. Yeah. A exactly. Lot. A lot. And 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 you know, on one end, you say, okay, she's very con- consistent. She gets deep. But like you said, she's got the game to be able to walk away with the hardware. And and so I knew when I saw that these two were in the finals, I didn't know what the score was going to be. I didn't know whether it was going to be close or whether it was going to be a blowout. And, you know, and it ended up being 6-4 in a third. So it, it was a very good match. But I felt like if I would have put mortgage money on Contivate to win that match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's just how, you know, how it goes with with Sakari. She's just not a finisher. She's not a closer as it relates to tournaments. So hopefully that's something that her and her team can begin to work on. The one thing I can definitely say is that I feel like she still is very much dependent on her team. She's always looking up at them and there's always this back and forth with them. And there that needs to be worked on a little bit because I just feel like there's too much reliance on 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 her team and um anyway yeah they they've got some work to do so shout out to contivate for for grabbing yes. another title a 500 level title and actually in the rankings sakari is number six and contivate is number seven mm. yeah she'll be leapfrogging her very soon um, because <laughs> I, I just like i said i just feel like you just said i feel very confident in contivate and her ability to close out matches and tournaments. And I think that that's going to make a huge difference in the rankings going forward. Right. And, you know, I'm not trying to draw draw unnecessary comparisons here, but, you know, we kind of get a little bit of that from Sakari's Greek male counterpart. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Uh, Pass. Yep. I mean, granted, he he has a little more hardware under his belt than, <laughs> than she does, but right. we've seen him in the later stages of some some very key matches. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and you know has not been able to to get it done. So yeah, I thought we were making some inroads last week when I didn't see his father in the stands, but then I looked. I mean, the week before last, but then last week. Uh, Papa was back, so (laughs) (laughs) he was like, like, "I ain't going nowhere." No, he's like, "Nah, son, I'm I'm still here." (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that was the week of of February the seventh. Now, last week, the Mm -hmm. week of fifteenth, we had another five hundred level tournament, but this time we were in Dubai. Yes, and talk about crazy. Well, this definitely wasn't number one versus number two <laughs> in, in the finals, but we had Ostapenko. Uh, oh my gosh, this woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> taking out your girl, Cooter. Right, Cooter. Uh, Cooter made a final, y'all. I was happy about that. <laughs> he did. Uh, and Ostapenko, well, let's, let's start with, with Ostapenko. What a week she had. Well, let's be clear, Bryce. What a year she is having. 
Ostapenko <laughs> is actually is actually showing up. She's been getting some really good quality wins this season. And for her to get through there and put them things on Halep and all them other folks, Grand Slam champions, she was like, anybody scared of y'all? And yeah. she got up in that final and was like, Cootie, you don't even have it. you don't even have hardware. So <laughs> I'm gonna hand you this bagel for one. <laughs> so just so that you recognize, and then we're gonna go out six four and we're gonna yeah. be done with this. Then we're gonna walk it out. Then we're gonna walk it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and for for our listeners, in case they're not aware, these are the people she beat in succession mm. in this. First, she took out Kennan, yep. who is an Australian Open champion. Uh, Breadstick and a, and a hoe biscuit. <laughs> right. Let's, let's, make, let's put that scoreline out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sent her on her way to the bakery. Exactly. Then she took out Swat Tech, mm-hmm. who we know won the French Open. Yes. Gave her breadstick in the second set. Come on. Right. Then she took out Kvitova. Mm-hmm. Who, Tough match. Who has a couple of Wimbledons, right? That's right. Two Wimbledons. Now, we will say this. Kvitova did take out Big Sab. Uh, yes, she did. Yes, she, she took did. out the number one seed, so she probably you know, thought she was on, on, on a roll there until <laughs> Ostapenko was like, come here, girl, where you going? <laughs> you know? Oh, exactly. Where you going? But, hey, man, they had a tough battle. Five, seven, seven, five, seven, six. That was a good fight. Exactly. And and to think that Ostapenko was able to hold it together long enough to, <clears throat> to, to get that victory, that's what was most impressive right? Uh, uh, to me. And then she took out Halep. Mm-hmm. Two Ooh. French Open champions. Y- yeah, you know, and, and well, Hal's got a French, she's got a Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she... <sighs> Bruh, and let's not forget, she threw that bagel on her in that third set, too. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she had her... She apparently had a little bit of sponsorship from a bakery locally or something. Must have. She was, I'm going to be Must sending have. y'all some business. I'm sending y'all some business. That's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> so that's what she did. Now, we lost the number two seed fairly early, uh, Krachikova. Uh, yes. She lost to Yastrzemska. And it's weird. Yastrzemska is kind of... Ostapenko-ish herself? She is, absolutely. I mean, she's got the game. Look, when she's on, she can play with the best women in the world. Yeah, but she rush. But she has a whole circus always <laughs> going around her. Exactly. You know? And you just never really know what's happening there. But, mm. uh, but yeah, Ostapenko, she's now back up to number 13 in the world. She's three spots out of the top 10. There you go. Well, and and in truth, Bryce, I mean, she's got the game to be there because she hits big. She mm-hmm. anticipates well. It's just she to me is very much like Big Sab. I mean, if she can rein in her shots, she is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently that's what she's been doing a good job at this year. So, you Does know, she have a coaching change or something. She may have. You know how everybody be bouncing around. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know specifically if she does or not, but I would imagine so, because you know how it is. They change coaches, and then they start showing out. Yeah, well, because has Ostapenko won a match at the French since she took the title? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> no, because I thought she had never won a match 
there until she won the title, and then I wasn't sure if she had won a match since, <laughs> since then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that is a great question, brother, and I I wouldn't I would not be surprised if she had not put it that way because uh, okay. her she ain't been like I said over the last years since she won the French she really has not done much of anything. No. So like I said, it's nice to see her getting back on the right track uh, in 2022. So we'll see if that continues. Well, and with that, that's all of the women's tennis for the last two weeks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How's that for there equity? There you go, right? Uh, <laughs> so oh, man. let's talk about the men. And this is, yes. I mean, we, we got tournaments galore on this side. So Yeah, we do. We're just not going to even mess around. We're going to start, go back to the week of the 7th, and mm-hmm. let's go to Rotterdam. Okay. And let's just go ahead and get it out there. FAA finally got it done, brother. And 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 he's he, he got a title, and not only did he get a title, that's a that's a five hundred level title, right? That is a five hundred level title. Yeah, I, and yeah. And and he took out CC Paz, and he took him out easily, four and two. Oh yeah, I mean it, Felix had a great week, Bryce. I mean he went ahead and jumped on Andy Murray in the second round. Yep. Said, "Go and get out of here." Yep. He took Cam Murray with now Cam Norrie was a surprise to me. I did not think I honestly thought that that was going to be a, a three a, a three setter. I really did, and it almost was seven five seven six. But I actually mm-hmm. thought that Cam. I was like, okay, Cam's trying to get his groove back, so that might be a tough one. But yeah, right. Felix got through that. He got through Rubles. I, that one was, I was like, okay, if you get the rubles, you you might have something here. And right. then got up, like you said, got in the final and was looking at CC Pass like, I like your game. Remember, we <laughs> we played a lot. Right. <laughs> I was man. so happy for him, man. Um, yeah. You know, and because, you know, we've been teasing, like, if he needed to drop and play a 125 or, right? or whatever to just get this monkey <laughs> off his back. But to get it off your back with a 500 level tournament, right, dude, that's strong. And, that's and, strong. And honestly, since Wimbledon, yeah. yeah, we have seen him consistently getting to the later stages of these tournaments, and I, I think we have seen the effect of Tony Nadal. That's the Uncle Tony effect. You got yeah. it. It's kicking in. The confidence yeah. is kicking in, bruh. So, uh, so shout out to FAA. He he yeah. took that title. Very proud of him. Now we also in the same week had the inaugural year of the Dallas Open. That's right, Dallas. And, yeah, and so you had in this tournament basically a bunch of Americans or Europeans who thought that they could come beat the Americans. Right. And. <laughs> In the final, we had Opelka versus Brooksby, and mm-hmm. Opelka he he got he snuck it out. Seven, he six, snuck seven, it out. Six. And and Bryce, I have to say, I I felt that I saw a different game style with Opelka in not, in that match specifically because you know Brooksby is is just tricky. He's tricky. He's right. another Andy Murray. You know, just. Incredible tennis IQ, mm-hmm. kind of knows how to make you uncomfortable and not allow you to really play your top-level tennis. And I was really surprised that Riley was able to adjust 
to to be able to answer a lot of the things that Brooksby was throwing at him. That was really a great match, and it it, it showed very very well on Riley Opelka. I have to say. Yeah, you and me both. I I kind of was expecting Brooksby to take that title. Me too. Um, yeah. And um, but Opelka came through, but in 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 tradition of this tournament that came from where this tournament come from? This was the one that used to be in New York, right? I believe or, so. Or was the one in Atlanta? One of one of the ones. either Atlanta or New York, exactly. Yeah, I think it was like one of those ones that John Isner typically won. Right. Yep. So yep. in the tradition of a John Isner. I guess it was only right that Elka, <laughs> <laughs> you know, won the title. Exactly. One of the bots got it. So right. it's all good. <laughs> so shout out to you, Riley Opelka. Good on you. And he snagged the Dallas Open. Yes, he did. And then we had the um, Argentina. Yes. Open. Yes. And this was another example of where we had Number one versus number two. And I don't know about you, Isaac, but from the moment I looked at this draw, I was like, okay, Rude is going to take this title. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. But uh, he played Schwartzman in the finals, and it was a three-setter. Schwartzman came out there ready uh, and took that first set 7-5. But Rude was like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hold up. Yeah, wait a minute. So... Two and three later, yes, uh, Rude was holding up the title. Yes, yes. Good on you, Casper. He, you know, he loves some clay. Uh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be rough to deal with when the French Open comes around. That's for sure. But you know, we've heard <coughs> since that tournament. I mean, he's had to withdraw now. <laughs> I think he withdrew last week, and I think he withdrew this week uh, with some right. sort of ab. Yeah, which issue. is tough. You know that ab, it's always one of the roughest uh, muscles to 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 heal. Um, we've seen many a player go out and be out months because of that dang ab, uh, ab injury. So hopefully it won't take him out too long. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because he, you know, he's finally gotten himself in the top 10. He's ranked number eight right now. Um, and I know he's got some points to de- to defend. So, you know, we'll see. Um, hopefully he doesn't have to be out for too long. Let's hope not. We like Casper. No, no. So that was for the week of February the 7th. Yes. Um, before we get to the week of the 14th, uh, last week, just wanted to acknowledge an, an announcement that was made a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know that we, we talked about it on a show or anything, Yeah. but Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal have committed to playing Labor Cup this year. Wow. I didn't even hear that, bro. Yes. Nice. And, and so, and they've had a couple of social media posts about, come on, let's go get it. And right. they talk in noise. And <laughs> I was like, you know, you know what the thing that crossed my mind? I was like, Federer, are you going to qualify for the team? I but, know, quietly. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot there's a co- I think there's one or two positions for the coach. Uh, they, gotcha. they get to select. So I think the first three or four are by the rankings and then the last one or two. Oh, that's are right. Coach's decision. So I know Roger, all he has to do is raise his left eyebrow. 
<laughs> you're on board, and that's a done deal. Done. But, so if if they wanted to hype up, you know the the labor cup this year, you know everybody's going to be on that with Roger and Rafa playing, and it's in London this right. year too. It's in London. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I hope they pull Andy in there. I mean, I realize you know his ranking probably won't be you know, up there, but it would be not because he has not played a labor labor cup, right? I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't think he has either. And I, I, I just really feel like, again, you know, I know everybody's, you know, big three, but Andy Murray did his thing and, and he is a part of the big four. So I, yep. I personally would like. Well, the big question would be, do you think Djokovic would play? I, no, no. I, if 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 Rafa, no, exactly. They, hell, hopefully they have some vaccine mandates in place. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry y'all, um, but not sorry. Um, and besides, Federer and Nadal gonna play, so we don't need Djokovic in, up in there. No, I don't. I don't want all three of them up in there. I don't. I don't need his storyline and all his stuff overshadowing things. So no, no, he right. can stay at home and watch on TV like everybody else. So think about <laughs> you pair. Roger and Rafa with Medvedev, Zverev, Tsitsipas, and Berrettini. Mm-hmm. But here's <laughs> the thing, though. I know, Bryce, I know. But here's <laughs> the thing, though. Don't underestimate them Canadians, though, because they're trying to show out a little bit. They got up in that ATP Cup, and they, they did their they, they they thing there. So I am not as... You know, I mean, like I said, it. You know, it's 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 definitely proof is in the pudding. So they still got more proof that they got to do. But I, I, I'm I'm definitely riding the the Felix uh, Shapovalov train. I think that they are going to make things really really tough for that other side going forward. And hopefully, one of these blasted Americans can get up in there and try and and help out a little bit. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, Shapovalov is gonna need to uh, start stepping his game back up. Yeah. Because FAA has really taken it to the next level. Yep. And right now, if I look at the rankings, FAA is number nine. Yep. And Shapovalov has um, dropped to number 14. Yeah. He's still having a little, he's still having more dips. And that's where he really has got to work to, to, to level out his top level, if you will. Because you, because you've said it before and, 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 and it's the truth. When Shapovalov is playing his best tennis. Mm-hmm. He 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 is rough. He is rough, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he will bring it to any and every one. But that's the thing is 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 you know how how often and how long can that top level be sustained? And that's where I feel like he's having his struggle. He's gotta he's gotta keep pushing himself to be more consistent and and like you know win on bad days because i feel like he takes losses from people he shouldn't be losing to right i yeah. I, I totally agree so yeah. if he can step it up i'm right there with you canada can be a, a beast adding on to team world mm-hmm. uh, i know our listeners are probably thinking these boys are random today <laughs> But we haven't talked to, we ain't in a talked to y'all in a while. Come on, so just sit down and enjoy the ride. Because, exactly. Because based upon <laughs> Isaac's comment about Djokovic, I just wanted to read this this quote mm-hmm. uh, from Tony Nadal. 
that I thought was hilarious. You may not think it's funny. I thought it was funny. He said, and I quote, many say that to win, you need a good environment. Well, allow me to question it. Look at what Djokovic has won when his environment is what it is. In any case, the Nadal family is normal and always has been. Mm. <laughs> the the shade on that shade. is heavy. <laughs> I mean, like, there is no sunshine coming through. None. Yeah. It is shade, shade. It's gray. <laughs> it's, right. it's charcoal gray. <laughs> and, and and to be clear, he has made mm. a couple of comments like this mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, yeah. I think it's coming through. A lot of the folks are seeing just how just honestly ridiculous Djokovic is being and has been. And like I said, I just I'm to that point where I just don't even want to really talk about him anymore because it's just <laughs> I, I I struggle with him, man, because he's got the world at his at his fingertips and he's just doing dumb, dumb things. And it just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I, you know, y'all, I do, I do try not to talk bad about folks. And so that's why I just, I'm just trying not to even talk about him because there's really nothing good for me to say about him at this point in time. So, right. Yeah. All right. So we will actually get back to the tennis results. <laughs> Excuse the little sidebar we had there. Exactly. You know, we had to, we had to give y'all a little intermission. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So for the men from last week, there were four tournaments that happened. Um, we had one 500 and we had three 250s. So let's go ahead and start with the one 500 tournament. And that was the Rio Open. Yes. And y'all, the latest addition to Bryce's varsity team. Yes, Not sir. JV. Not JV. Varsity team. Mm-hmm. Is Linnell's dungeon boy, <laughs> Carlos Alcaraz. Look, I told I told Linnell last week, I said, he is no longer the future of tennis. He's the present. Yeah, he is the now. He is the present. Absolutely. And he met Schwartzman in the finals of of the tournament, and he walked it out. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Like, that's what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, like, he didn't just make history because at his age, at 18, he is the youngest player in the ATP to win a 500-level tournament mm-hmm. at that age. Show sure enough. Show sure enough. I mean... And now, granted, they started this whole level thing in 2009, so it's not like we're comparing it back to 1901 right. or something. But nonetheless, nonetheless, he's got that. Since time. 2009, he is the youngest one. Mm-hmm. And also, I read this earlier today. He is—he's now number 20, so he's in the top 20. He has reached the top 20 at a younger age than any of the big three. Wow. Even Rafa, I, I think he he's beaten Rafa by maybe, I forgot how many days it is, uh, maybe mm. days or something like that. But okay, yeah, quicker than Rafa, Roger, or Novak. 
Wow. Says a lot, brother. Says a lot. This, I mean, the, the young man has got some crazy talent. Um, the transformation he made in just a couple months, if you will, because, you know, mm-hmm. the offseason ain't long. Nope. And, you know, but he put on stacks of muscle and, you know, that tennis IQ is just growing and growing. Uh, shout out to Juan Carlos Ferrero yep. and, and the team. I mean, they they getting it right with him, man. They're getting it right with him. Be Know that he is going to be in the conversation of Grand Slams very, very soon. Right. And this was, let's remember, this was his second title. Mm-hmm. That right. he won, <laughs> and he has he had a couple of really good wins this week because he had that whole biscuit fest right with with, uh, with Berrettini <laughs> right where they, where they were trading whole biscuits six two two six six two uh huh and then <clears> you know it's it's always tough to be a crafty veteran yes he took out Fonini. Oh yeah, and Fonini uh, crazy. Seven five, right? Yeah, exactly. So you know that's a that's a tough match to get through, but he got through in straight sets. So shout out to Alcaraz. He, I mean, yes. I'm telling you what, people are are now looking for him in the draw. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. They want him to get seated by the time uh, French roll around for sure. <laughs> Them right. top seeds, cause whoo, yeah, he he gonna be he gonna be running through some folk. Uh, come come French. I just need him and Rafa on opposite ends of the draw. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, (laughs) that was the 2022 Rio Open. Yes. Now, for the first 250 (laughs) in Doha, Mm -hmm. we had RBA meet Fist of Fury. Basilis Vili in the final. And I think Basilis Vili won this title last year. Uh, he beat, uh, he, he, RBA took him out three and four. And you know what? RBA was clowning folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just just being mean. I mean, first of all, he jumped up on Andy Murray and was like, sir, <laughs> you must have spent all your energy on Terrell Daniels because you ain't got nothing for me here today. Right. <laughs> Bagel breadstick. And then got a hold to uh, Davidovich Fokina and was like, sir, <laughs> once again, you're my countryman. I know your game. I like right. your game. <laughs> Your breast sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Davidovich Fokina got the trainer out there trying to stretch his back out. I was like, that ain't going to help you, dude. <laughs> it's not going to help, bro. Yeah, uh, just go ahead and get this breast stick and get on your way. I'm telling you, my man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, RBA was on fire. Now, kudos to, to Hatchinoff for giving him a, a bit of a battle. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. actually been playing pretty good this year. And I actually think, you know, him taking out Chillage was actually a pretty, pretty nice it was a good victory win. as well. That's a good win. Um, but yeah, yeah. But he, you know, RBA was like, yeah, that's nice. But go and get out the way. And um, <laughs> yeah, and he told Hans, he was like, yeah, you might have the fist of fury for others, but you ain't got nothing for me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> Not for me. Those aren't for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am too quick for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God! Stick and jab, stick and jab, stick and jab, baby, stick and jab. <laughs> oh my God! But I tell you what, the <sighs> but you know this is the tournament that we talked about. You know, like Shapovalov. I mean, yeah, he yeah. he was number one seed, and yeah. 
I think he went down in straight sets to that render neck. Yeah, render neck. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and of course he went out to fist of fury uh, right. <laughs> after that. But I mean, Shapovalov needs to be in the mix of things. Yeah, it, those are losses he just can't afford to to take. You shouldn't be losing to a render neck net at all. I mean, he's yeah. he's good, but he ain't that good. No, 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 no. 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 So, uh, so that was Doha. So shout out to you, RBA, uh, for for representing. Um, That's right. So next we have the Delray Beach Open, another mm-hmm. 250. Um, shout out to our guy Grant Cohen, who's out there representing in the media relations. Great. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, out there handling business, I saw him on the telly a couple of times doing his thing. Uh, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll look to reconnect with him in Cincinnati. But that's right. Um, anyway, this was you know another example of one of these U.S. tournaments. Mm-hmm. Where we've got we had a lot of Americans or Europeans. I think they can beat Americans. <laughs> and in the finals, we had Cam Nori uh, against Opelka. Yeah, yeah. Opelka made two finals in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kudos to him for that. He won the the previous week in Dallas and and made it to the final of Delray Beach. So that in itself, pretty, pretty solid. Like I said, Riley's Riley's on something right now. He's playing some really good tennis. Um, And and this was a really good victory for Nori because going into this match, Nori was 0-2 against uh Opelka. Opelka had beaten them for the first time, actually, at the Delray Beach Open last year. Mm. And then he beat them in straight sets at the Australian Open. Okay. Uh, okay. This past year. And I guess Nori was like, uh-uh, enough of that. <laughs> but it was a good match. It was 7-6. It, it was a good match. Absolutely. And Nori was in on a lot of uh, Opelka serves. I was really impressed with how he was handling his ball coming at him. So it was a mm-hmm. good match. Good for Cam, man. Because he, he's had a rough, rough start to 2022. He's yeah. definitely... Uh, you know, maybe he was off getting his celebration on from from his 2021 uh, uh, results, but right, uh, he has he's had a slow start, but I feel like he's about to start picking it up once again. Yep, yep. and the best way you can do that is with the title. That's right. Come on. And then for our final 250 of last week, we had yes. the Open 13 in Marseille, France, and <laughs> here's the funny thing: it was a rematch of the week before the semifinals in Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. And we had Rublev against FAA. And this time Rublev was like, Mm-mm, you don't get me two times in a row. <laughs> not twice, not two Mm-mm. times. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, and I was really hoping that FAA won this because yeah. I wanted to see him go from his struggles of starting off 0-8 in finals and then now winning two titles in a row. Right, same. Same yeah. here. I was so hoping he was going to be able to get it done. But but you know what? Kudos to Rublev, though. I watched that match pretty intently, and Rublev was doing some good things. I mean, he was taking, taking Felix's ball and was really redirecting it very nicely. I mean, it was a battle. It could have honestly gone either way. Because, again, it was 7-5, 7-6. Felix was trying to push it to a third but, again, Rublev was just playing some good ball on the day. 
And, you know, Felix was trying to come up with answers, but Rublev was like, nah, nah, bro, we're not doing this again. Um, You had your week. (laughs) Right. But like we've been saying, another deep run and strong result for FAA. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I honestly feel as though he's rounding he's rounding into some really good form. I would mm-hmm. not be surprised if he did not pick up one, maybe even two titles uh, this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I just really see him gaining more and more in confidence and getting himself in those discussions again. Don't be surprised if, if, if Felix ain't trying to scratch on top five. Uh, oh, yeah. Before, before end of year. Don't be surprised, y'all. I, I, I totally agree with you. And like I said, he's already at number nine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Casparu exactly. got the tore up gut, so he may jump him <laughs> in a minute, you know. <laughs> and then Rublev, you know, you, we know he can battle with him. Right. And see, see the interesting thing is going to be Berrettini because, see, FAA should really get up on Berrettini. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know they got those extra kind of intangible connections. Between, yeah, the extra between them. And, yep. And I think Berrettini <laughs> kind of feels like, man, you FAA, get out. Yeah. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody exactly. about you. But he does have a win against him though. So, and it was wasn't it a Grand Slam when they when Felix beat Berrettini? I, I know I he beat remember. him. I just can't quite remember which where it was where he got because remember Berrettini I think beat him at Wimbledon. Mm-hmm, he did, and yeah. yeah, and then I so I wonder if Felix beat him at the U.S. Open. He beat him some sometime last fall, and uh, so so yeah, so he's not afraid of Berrettini. I, they like you said they got them intangibles, but but they know what's up. They get on the court and it's like all right, it's time to battle. It's time to right. get at it. Because um, you would think FAA would just make that a backhand battle. He would definitely try. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, but but you know what, Bryce? I tell you this, and this is the one thing I actually saw in that matchup with Rublev. And I, you know, I'll try not to get too wordy. FAA still needs to work on his backhand down the line. He's mm-hmm. got to he's got to develop that shot. He needs that shot to be able to beat someone like a Rublev, because there were plenty of times where he could have gone up the line, and he even tried, but unfortunately, he wasn't precise enough, so it kind of went in the middle of the court. And mm-hmm. Rublev was able to get that forehand, but yeah, he needs to develop that that backhand down the line. And once he does that, he's gonna be rough to deal with. Yeah, and I think I saw him try to hit one of those down the line backhands, and he almost hit the chair umpire. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know. So, so he tried. So he knows. Right. So Tony Nadal, <laughs> you know what the assignment is. You know what the assignment is. Let's go. <laughs> Now, you know, I want to call out something else from that tournament. Uh, yeah. So remember when we had the ATP Cup earlier in the year, the one where Canada uh, took it? Remember when Rublev and Karatsev, they had caught the Rona, so they couldn't mm-hmm. play. So they had that Roman uh, Safulin. Yeah, Saf- yeah, yep. Safiulin. Uh, yep. I got to learn how to say his name. Um and he was out there working people out. Right? Yes. And I wondered if he was going to be able to reproduce that level of play, mm-hmm. uh, you know, later in the season. And, well, he sure sure was able to produce it against Paz. Sure did. No uh, fluke. Yeah, he took him out four and four. Um and but you know FAA was like remember we won the cup so right but he played a tough match against him I was even mm-hmm. concerned about that one because I thought he was going to pushing it to a third 
seven six seven six. That's that's a battle. That ain't it was a good match. Of. Yeah. Well, and and you know, and so now we have you know like our good friends at at the net podcast. You know, AJ mm-hmm. asked, you know, hey, is Safaulin this year's Karatsev? Now, I'm I'm not going to go that far, but I right. do think he is going to be, uh, if he can continue to play at this level, mm-hmm. he will be another Russian in the mix. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was a very strong junior, as I understand it. So I think he won one of the, one of the junior ti- uh, Grand Slam titles, I thought they had oh, okay. said. So, he, so, yeah, he's someone that has, definitely has the talent, but just unfortunately hasn't hasn't shown it in 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 his his career thus far but i think again like karatsev he's he's finding his form and trying mm-hmm. to get himself out there so um yeah yeah i like the guy i think he has a great game so hopefully he will continue to progress and shout out to rublev showing that he can win a tournament that's not a 500 level tournament right and won the doubles and and won the doubles. And right. won the doubles. So and I and I meant to shout out when we talked earlier about um Ostapanko beating uh Cooter. Mm-hmm. You know, she she may have Cooter may have lost the finals of singles, but she did take but the doubles. She did right. take the doubles, that's right. Exactly. Cooter Cooter knew. She was like, I'm gonna get out of here with some hardware now. <laughs> so Isaac, I think that actually catches us up on all of the tennis that happened in the last two weeks. Yes, it was a lot, but it was good tennis, though. Good tennis, good results. Right. So let's talk about what's coming up this week. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll, we'll start back with the women. Yeah. And we have two tournaments. We have mm-hmm. uh, a 250 and we have uh, a 1,000. Yes. Level yes. tournament. So yes. let's start with the 250 because we ain't got to spend a whole lot of time over here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they're in Guadalajara, Mexico. Now, here's the interesting thing for me. So your 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 seeds are Radicanu is the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Then number two, you have Madison Keys. Mm-hmm. Then you have Cerebus Tormo. Then you have Osorio. Then you have I don't know, Parisas Diaz. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> but but she seated one spot ahead of Flo Stevens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then number seven, you have Masaki Doi. Uh-huh. And then you have uh, Jane. Right. Now, this is my question to you. Mm-hmm. When I look and I see a Sloan Stevens, and I see mm-hmm. Keys yep. in a 250-level tournament. The week that there is a 1,000-level mm-hmm. tournament, was this a choice just not to play the 1,000, or is this now a ranking thing? I don't, I'm not sure what. I think, look, it, I think it's a ranking. ranking. Yeah, I think it's a ranking thing, bro. I think that they probably would not have gotten direct entry into that 1000 if all the ladies are playing because remember they they down in the 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 50 60s i believe so at a 1000 if all the ladies are playing uh, well you might have to be you might have to go through qualities well i'm looking at this the rankings right now and madison keys is number 29 oh oh yeah that's right because she did have that solid start um yeah yeah, so, so yeah, you're right. So she and, hmm. and Sloan is 57, so that's high enough. 
Well, you would think so. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were just like, nah, we ain't quite ready for that thousand level fury. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll come down here to a little easier uh, 250. But quietly looking at the live score, Madison might be regretting that decision. <laughs> 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 okay, we're gonna leave that alone right now. So sorry. Let's uh, let's let's talk about you know uh, uh, uh. the the draw, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so glad to see a couple of uh other names over there. Uh Haley Baptiste qualified. Yes. Yep, yep. Got Hyde in there. Yeah, and uh Katie McNally came mm-hmm. through as a wild card. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you see this tournament going? Um, well, you know, at the start of it, I would have, I would have, you know, been like, oh yeah, Madison Keys, because you know she she had the the hot start and she's been playing some really really good tennis. So, um, you know, even though the match she's in right now isn't over, I'll go ahead and just, you know, I'll I'll stick with that. I w- I will I will say her. Yeah, I would think it would be her. Now, you know what? Okay, so, Isaac, that's really nice of you to do. I just looked at the score. (laughs) Mass and Keys is about to go home and watch TC Plus and see (laughs) what's going on over in Dubai. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, Katie McNally lost in three sets yeah. Uh, today, yep. but Sloane Stevens, she gave Someone. out two whole biscuits to a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, get that she did. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm glad she pulled that out. Uh, <laughs> so, so I I don't know. I mean, this is what's crazy about the two fifties because I mean, you really it could be anybody, right? And it could I be. even though Raducanu is the number one seed, I mean. We really believe it in her like that right now? Uh, no. And quietly, I need to see a Raducanu uh, Stevens rematch quietly. Right. Because she right. jumped up on, on Sloan and was snatching her. And uh, I just I just need to see if that's, you know, if that's really how, how this matchup is going or if Sloan was just having a bad day. Okay. So this is what I need to do. I need to go, out, go ahead and put this out in the atmosphere. I need for Sloan to win this tournament. Yes. There, yes. There, as I look at the other people that are in this tournament, Sloan should win this tournament. She should. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So we're going to put, or at least I'm going to put all my good energy behind <laughs> Sloan. Yes. And, and and hope that she pulls this 250 out. I am with you. I'm still going to keep my fingers crossed for Madison. Hopefully, if she can win this game here, she might have a chance. But if she don't, it's going to be tight. Anyway. <laughs> honestly, to me, I don't even know if she had the match. It looked like she on her way to a bedroom. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she at least need to get this one game to get us started. Uh, she clearly was at a bakery in the second set, but at least she was at least she was buying. At least at, exactly. You know, I look like she about to eat. She about to yeah, well, exactly. Well, all right. Anyway, okay, so that's that. Uh, so, one. That's that one. So let's move on over to Doha. Yes. Oh, I said Dubai. I meant Doha. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, now, this is where we... Okay, this is where we got the players at. Yes. And 
let me just run down. I know we typically just do the top eight, but I'm going to quickly run down the top 16 so mm-hmm. that you know who we got here. We got Sabalenka, Krachikova, Badosa, Contivate, Muguruza, Sakari, Shiatek, Jabur, Pagula, Svitolina, Rabakina, Azarenka, Kerber, Coco Golf, Ostapanko, and Elise Mertens. That's mm-hmm. grand, grand slam type. That It really is grand right, slam. Right? Yeah, it really is. Yep. Now, I know we got a few updates here that some of those people I named probably ain't <laughs> in Doha anymore. No, they're not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, you know, mm. we have, it was an interesting day today because, first of all, Svetlina. Mm-hmm. L. I don't think Svetlina, has she won a match in 2022? She may have won one, maybe two, but she ain't won that many. She ain't won that many. Unfortunately, I, the marriage thing is flipped. It's done good from Gael, but it's done bad for her. I, I, I'm going to keep my mouth closed and <laughs> just say I hope she gets it together. Yes. Um, but she is no longer there. Uh, your girl, Caroline, Caroline Garcia, Garcia uh-huh. uh, was like, I am not impressed with the new Simona Hallett, that, <laughs> that, that, that married version. <laughs> She might want to go back to Darren Cahill. Uh, you know what? She went out in straight sets four and three. Yeah, yeah. I I think that loss to uh uh to uh Ostapenka last week. She was just like, "Woo, she won't be out. I'm tired." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 old Simona Halep would not have lost at all to Caroline Garcia. So she tired. No. She, she, she must be tired. Uh, <laughs> your girl Jill Teichman was not impressed with the hardware that Angelique Kerber Angelique owned. Ker- she was like, she was like, listen, sis, I'm <laughs> I'm the lefty today. I'm the lefty on this court. Don't play with me. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't even know this Jacqueline Christian, but apparently she don't know Rabakina either. Well, uh, but but here's the thing: Rabakina is coming off of an injury. So I'm I'm gonna give her a little bit of a a little bit of a, a, a reprieve. She probably ain't ain't hundred percent yet, but you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll 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 give her that for the. We week. don't give her a little bit this week, but if she come back losing again uh, next week, then I'll be like, girl, go and sit down somewhere now. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. <laughs> and then your girl Puda, after making the finals last week, I guess she's tired. <laughs> yeah, she was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> uh, uh, a Roos. It is always so freaky watching her play. Yeah, she's interesting, right? That the eye and she she got like that that kind of like special look in her eye. Yeah, it's a little strange. It's a little it's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, <laughs> as you can see, some of those people we named. Are, are, are no longer in the tournament, but I tell you who still is in the tournament, and that is Coco Golf. That's right. Uh, who I two and three is a solid win over Shelby Rogers. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. That's that to me is a very very good start for her, and we haven't seen her in a minute, so hopefully she's been off just training and you know getting that forehand right. Um, I haven't. I did not get to see the match today. But uh, I saw that the result, and I was like, okay, all right, 
maybe that's hopefully that is a good side and a sign rather and that's her trending you know in the right direction for her right um and and shout out to azarenka today in her match against putin Seva, saying that putin Seva <laughs> needed a mental coach or a psychiatrist uh <laughs> which i thought was kind of ironic for her to say based upon some yeah. of the stuff she done did right. but um yeah that that was interesting so isaac what are we thinking? This is a 1,000-level tournament. I mean, semifinal. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, who would I pick here for the semis? Because, you know, my girl Big Sab, I, you know, I still am holding out hope for her, but I still don't know that her game is quite right mm-hmm. just yet. Um, so, you know... And it's unfortunate because I can't see the draw in the way that I'm used to seeing it. Thanks, uh, WTA site. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Won't even let you download a PDF. Anyway, um, so if 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 I'm seeing this correctly, Bryce, and I don't think that I am, but if I'm seeing this correctly, I think up top, I uh-huh. would probably say, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. You know. I'm going to go with a this tough because I, I you know what no I'm I'm going to go with golf against Big Sab. Wow, okay. Yeah, I was going to say Sakri and not but I know Sakri's going to have to play Pagula, that's going to be rough. And I think whoever wins that match probably is going to end up losing the golf. If I'm looking at the draw correctly because again, I can't quite see the draw in the way that I'm used to looking at it. Um, um okay would they play in the semis with is that possible yeah yeah uh you're saying golf and, and big sab yeah yep yep that's okay. a, that that would be a semifinal up top <clears throat> okay okay and at the bottom i am going to say and i know you're gonna laugh at me but i am going to say contivate versus anna samova Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> All right. So, so we have one of four. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, brother? Who you got? Okay. So up top, I'm going Swiatek versus Bedosa. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that you know, and that top section is heavy, so it it, it can go a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. And okay. on the bottom, I agree with you about Contevay because I just think she's hot right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you know what? And this probably means she gonna she gonna lose, but I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and put Ostapenko back out there. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, you know, I I th- I think I'm gonna just go with the ladies that are hot right now. There you go. Well, she is definitely one of them. Her game is right. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's I. Yeah, that's I. I ain't mad at you on that one, bro. And she and she did win her match today. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right. So, who are you thinking then, maybe for the finals? All right. So for me, I would call. I'm gonna call golf, and I'm gonna actually. I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna call the Americans. I'm gonna call golf against Anna Samova. 
Mm, okay. And I'm going to go Bedosa against Contivate. Okay. That's the more logical. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly is the more logical, but I am just stepping out there on crazy. So uh, there you go. And then who are you picking between Goff and Anna Samova? <laughs> as much as I want to choose Coco, I probably am going to choose Anna Samova. Wow. Okay. I just feel like what I saw from her from the Australian Open was pretty impressive, I have to say. Okay, okay. Who's her new coach, by the way? I forgot. Yeah, it's, I, uh, is it Cahill? Yes, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, yes. Darren Cahill. Cahill. So okay. I'm thinking she's trying to impress him a little bit. So, you know, she might step out there trying to, trying to, trying to, you know, make a statement. So. Okay. I, I'm going to go with Bedosa over Contivate. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, but we'll see. This is a stacked draw. So it is. It, yeah. it, you know, we could have in the finals Allison Risk against Capitan. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. You know, that is true though. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so so that's the women for this week. So let's yes. let's jump over and and take a look at the men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with um, a 250 in Santiago, Chile. And right. honestly, I mean, mm. Christian Garian should just win this tournament. Isn't he defending champion anyway? He he might be. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should, though. I, you look at a giant nobody in there that can beat Garian. They shouldn't. Yeah, they should not be able to beat him. I'm looking down the draw. You know, I've got my sentiment of favorite. And who is the number two seed? Uh, Albert Ramos Mignoles, but I don't think he should be able to do anything. I mean, you you have your eight, your top eight seeds. You have Garin. You have uh, Ramos Mignoles. You have Debonis. You have mm-hmm. Martinez or Martinez or Martinez, I think it says. It's yeah. tough for me because in Georgia, I lived in Marti- uh, Martinez. County, <laughs> and so I've gotten out of saying Martinez. Anyway, gotcha. Uh, number five, you have Coria. Uh, six, you have Kachmanovich. Seven, Baez, and eight, Bagnus. So, I mean, I mean, I tell you what, you know, never don't don't sleep on Kachmanovich though. He's been having I, a relatively good year. And you know, at one point he was on my JV squad. I mean, that was mm-hmm. a while ago, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he may be trying to make his way back up. Just might. Yeah. All right. So, there we so, go. So that's a 250. Going to... Uh, huh? No. Oh, wait, no. I'm, no, I'm saving that for last. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I, see, I always think Dubai is 1,000. That's right. It's a 500. That's right. right. So Dubai, 500. Mm-hmm. We have the return of Djokovic. Yep. And he is the top seed, and he yeah. already put it on Musetti earlier today. <laughs> yes. But uh, we have Djokovic, Rublev, um, why it withdraw? Oh, FAA. Yeah, FAA pulled out. Seed, but he pulled yeah. out, which is smart, because I don't yep. want him to burn himself out. Right. Uh, number four, center, uh, five, Herkic. Number six, Shapovalov. Number seven, Karatsev. And number eight, RBA. Mm-hmm. This is a good draw, a very good draw. It is. It very much is. Um, I just I have am, 
Yeah, go ahead. I know. I was just gonna say. I just have a feeling that this is the type of tournament. After all this noise that's been talked about, Djokovic, and based upon who's in the draw, mm-hmm. Djokovic is going to drive all these people. <laughs> yeah, I, and I agree with you. I think my initial thought is Djokovic will win this tournament. The only person that I think has a shot at beating him mm-hmm. would be would be RBA. Because mm-hmm. RBA ain't scared of Djokovic. We know that. A cu- yeah, and we know that. He's got a couple, y'all, of wins against Djokovic. Not just one. A couple. Right. A few. Right. So he ain't scared of no Djokovic. So nope. that's the one, that's the match I want and need to see. I need to see RBA Djokovic. All my, all my, <laughs> I'm going to be all over RBA. Um, <laughs> just, just telling the truth, y'all. But hey, if Djokovic comes out and 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 does what he does, then hey, kudos to him. Because like I said, y'all, what he does on court, mm-hmm. hey, the the man can play. He's a champion for a reason. I always will give him kudos for what he does between the lines. But outside of that, oh. um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm like you, bro. I'm calling Djokovic. I think he's gonna win this tournament. I think he's trying to come out there and make a statement. I, I do too. Um, so shout out to him. Now, moving on to the, to the on. next tournament, which is <laughs> like what you were saying, the one in Acapulco. Mexico. Yes. Yes. Okay. First of all, let's look at the the seeds in this tournament. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Got Medvedev. Yep. Zverev. Tsitsipas. Mm-hmm. Nadal. <laughs> Berrettini. Cam Norrie. Taylor Fritz. Karina Busta, another 500 yep. tournament. I actually am more impressed with this draw. I, I agree. Than I am, um, you know, the the draw that, where, where's he at? He's in uh, Dubai. Dubai, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah Acapulco, I think, is, is a stronger draw. But why I kept this tournament for last is because we have a variety of scenarios where Medvedev can take over the number one ranking this year, this week. Oh, I did not realize that. Okay. Yes. And so I want to give you what what some of those scenarios are. Okay. If Medvedev wins the title, it does not matter what Djokovic does in Dubai. He becomes nice. number one. So nice. it's really in his hands. Okay. Right. Okay. I always want it to be that way. Right. Let's say Medvedev reaches the final, but Djokovic does not win Dubai. He loses in any round, even if it's in the finals. Medvedev becomes number one. Okay. If Medvedev reaches the semifinals and Djokovic does not reach the Dubai final, Medvedev becomes number one. Okay. If Medvedev reaches the quarterfinals and Djokovic does not reach the semifinals in Dubai. Medvedev becomes number one. If Medvedev reaches the second round and Djokovic does not reach the semifinals. So let's say he loses to RBA. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the quarters. Medvedev becomes number one. And if Medvedev loses in the first round, and Djokovic does not reach the quarterfinals, he becomes number one. Gotcha. Now, granted, they're so close in points now that if Medvedev doesn't do it this week, you know, it's 
it's it might probably going to happen in, in, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, but, but, I mean, I think Medvedev is going to be completely focused on trying to make it happen this week. I you you would hope so. Yeah, you would you would hope so. Um, and quietly, he's got a pretty you know first second round is 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 pretty much cake. He's got Benoit Pair yep. who is you know he's special up 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 in his head and then the winner of uh Andujar and Hernandez and this is a hard court so right you know it'd be different if we were clay I might give Andujar a little bit of a shot but no right. <laughs> this is a hard court so I see Medvedev making making some things happen for sure right now it's crazy because in the top half of this draw I mean you've got Medvedev Nadal and Berrettini Mm-hmm. So, you know, Nadal would have to get through Berrettini. Right. Um, and then in the semis, potentially play Medvedev. Yeah, but isn't that the Australian Open? Oh, okay. I was about to say, because didn't he play Berrettini in the Australian Open? I think so. I think he I, did. Yeah, I think, yeah. Australian Open feels like it was five years ago for me. Yeah, now. it does feel like it's a long time ago. But yeah, Nadal, I think, put them fangs on him. So it would be nice to see a couple rematches: Nadal Berrettini and Nadal Medvedev. I, I, I would right. like to see that, see those rematches, see what happens. Oh yeah, that's right. Now the Australian Open has came come back to me. <laughs> that's right, because Nadal from the first point was hitting that forehand <laughs> to the you know, to that backhand. He was like. Mm. All day, son. We're going to be here all day. And I had predicted that Medvedev was going to beat Nadal in the finals. And Nadal was like, what? <laughs> well, he almost did it. Till Nadal woke up in that third set and was like, wait a minute. I got opportunity. <laughs> right. Now, in the bottom half of the draw, honestly, ooh, we should get a, a CeCe-Pass uh, Zverev semifinal. We should. We should. If if all things are equal, um, that's what we would expect. But I tell you what, Zverev better be trying to get out that first round. I guess Brooksby, I know. Because Brooksby might be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got tricks for you, sir. Yes, I do. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> so wh- who are you thinking pull- pulls this one out? Who pulls this tournament out? Who pulls this tournament out? Well, you know what, Bryce? Okay, so here's my thing. In in a normal situation, I would be like, of course, Medvedev is going to win this because it's right. best two out of three, and even though Nadal put them things on him at the Australian Open, he did win the first two sets, so technically he would win this match. But now that you've honestly brought the number one ranking thing in, mm-hmm. as much as I love Medvedev, I just – I wonder – about his mental when it comes to this because he had the opportunity, I believe last year to get number one, or maybe it was earlier this year. I can't remember, but he had well, if he had won, well, if he had won the Australian. Oh, okay. so, Australian. Okay. so he, so he made it to the finals and was up two sets to love. That's right. That's right. That's so, right. I, I am hoping that he won't think about it too much and he'll make things happen. I still am a little bit curious or nervous for him, but I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to say that he gets revenge on Rafa because I do believe that Rafa will make it to the semis. I think it will be a Medvedev-Nadal semi, 
And like you were saying, I think it will be a Tsitsipas Zverev uh, semi down below. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I would call. I, you know, I, I guess I've learned my lesson from the Australian Open, so I will call <laughs> CC Paz to make the final. I ain't voting for Zverev no more. Mm. No, never again. And uh, Medvedev will beat CC Paz. All right, all right. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> you, you know what though? Who you going with? Yeah, what you well, think? I, well, I'm gonna be stupid then, because okay. I am. I'm going Medvedev, but. I'm going to say Zverev is going to make it to the finals. Okay. All right. Um, if he Let's gets past Yeah, if he gets past Brisbane. Exactly. That's hilarious. Let's see if he lets you down like he let me down. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> well, anyway, man, that, that was a lot, man. It was good we to made talk it. tennis with you again. Yeah, it feels like man. it's been forever. It's been a long time, bro. It's been a very long time. It's always fun talking about these these crazy people and these crazy draws. Uh, but yeah, we we made it. <laughs> and 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 Isaac, don't we have something special going on right now with the merchandise? We do, Bryce. We have got a sale of sales going on. I mean, everything has been discounted to fifteen percent. Uh, for Black History Month, yes, don't trip, even though we should be celebrating Black, Black History Year. Let's be right. clear, folks. <laughs> Every day is Black History Day. But with that said, we got a little something-something going on with the merchandise. There's uh, great pricing out there, you guys. So check us out. Get your merch. Um, it's the best time to do it. Uh, well, it's any time is, is a good time to, to wear Brothers on Tennis gear. Just ask some of our, our folks that have bought it. Come on. Exactly. Um, so, yes, my man. Yes, we've got the merch. Let's, you know, let, let's support the brand, folks. Get out there and get you get you some articles. And because we got Indian Wells coming up. And like we said, don't be running up on us. Don't do it. And, and, and your <laughs> Nike sweatshirt or uh -huh. your concert T-shirt. Or... Right. You Listen. We won't feel the love. Mm -mm. We got we hey we got a little tote bag because everybody can take a little tote bag. We got right. a little you know got some hats. I mean hey it, we got the merch for you, so there are no excuses. Go and get you some merch. Exactly. <laughs> and then I want to remind you that we still have our spotlight series going on with Maxie Duncan. Yes. Uh, continue to go to the website. We're tracking her actual results at this point because the women's uh, tennis season has begun. And on, I think it is Friday, March the 4th, we will be posting the next interview as uh, in the Spotlight series. And that's going to be with her father, Gerald Duncan. And he is going to talk to us about the blueprint that he put together for Maxie as she has, you know, been on this journey uh, with tennis. So that if you don't know her father, he is a character for sure. So that is going to be one not to be missed. Yes, absolutely. So, well, Isaac, I think we have to get out of here because we have to bounce over to Inst Instagram to do our IG live. We haven't been out there for a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, any final words from you? Uh, no, sir, my man. Uh, just, uh, yeah, this was a good one, bro. So fun to talk to this again. It felt great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, 
Hey, everyone, stay tuned with us on social media. Continue to go to the website uh, as we're posting new content there as well. And we're going to sign off. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, have a good one.